The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. There is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant him us, merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, that thy faithful people pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all of their sins, and serve the quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 85 and Psalm 98. Lord, thou art become gracious unto the land. Thou hast turned away the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the offense of thy people and covered all their sins. Thou hast taken away all thy displeasure and turned thyself from thy wrathful indignation. Turn us then, O God our Savior, and let thine anger cease from us. Wilt thou be displeased at us forever, and wilt thou stretch out thy wrath from one generation to another? Wilt that not turn again and quicken us, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hearken what the Lord God will say, for he shall speak peace unto his people and to his saints, that they turn not again unto foolishness. For his salvation is nigh them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall flourish out of the earth, and righteousness hath looked down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall show loving kindness, and our land shall give her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall direct his going in the way. Psalm 98 Sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. With his own right hand and with his holy arm hath he gotten himself the victory. The Lord declareth his salvation, his righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of all the heathen. He hath remembered his mercy and truth toward the house of Israel, and all the ends of the world have seen the salvation of our God. Show yourselves joyful unto the Lord, all ye lands. Sing, rejoice, and give thanks. Praise the Lord upon the heart. Sing to the harp with a psalm of thanksgiving. 
with trumpets also and shrams. O show yourselves joyful before the Lord the King. Let the sea make a noise in all that therein is, the round world and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands, and let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he has come to judge the earth. Righteousness shall he judge the world, and the peoples with Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the third chapter of the book of Nahum. Woe to the bloody city! It is all full of lies and robbery. Its victims never departs. The noise of a whip, the noise of rattling wheels, of galloping horses, of clattering chariots, horsemen charged with bright sword and glittering spear. There is a multitude of slain, a great number of bodies, countless corpses. They stumble over the corpses because of the multitude of the harlotries, of the seductive harlot, the mistress of sorceries who sells nations through her harlotries and families through her sorceries. Behold, I am against you, says the Lord of hosts. I will lift your skirts over your face. I will show the nations your nakedness. And the kingdoms of, of your shame, I will cast abominable filth upon you, make you vile, and make you a spectacle. It shall come to pass that all who look upon you will flee from you and say, Nineveh is laid waste. Who will bemoan her? What shall I see? Where shall I seek comforters for you? Are you better than no Ammon that was situated by the river? He had the waters round her, whose rampart was the sea, whose wall was the sea. Ethiopia and Egypt were her strength, and it was boundless. Put and Labam were your helpers. Yet she was carried away. She went into captivity. Her young children were also dashed to pieces. At the head of every street they cast lots for her, honorable men, and all her great men were bound in chains. You also will be drunk, you will be hidden, you also will seek refuge from the enemy. All your strongholds are the fig trees that has ripened with ripened figs. If they, are if they are shaken, they fall into the mouths of the eater. Surely your people in the midst are women. The gates of your land are wide open for your enemies. Fire shall devour the bars of your gates. Draw your water for the siege. Fortify your strongholds. Go into the clay and tread the mortar. Make strong the brick kiln. There the fire will devour you. The sword will cut you off. I will eat you up like a locust. Make yourself many like the locust. Make yourself many like the swarming locust. You have multi multiplied your merchants more than the stars of heaven. The locust plunder and flies away. Your commanders are like swarming locusts, and your generals are like grasshoppers, which camp in the hedge on the cold day. When the sun rises, they flee away, and the place where they are is not known. Your shepherd slumbereth, O king of Assyria. Your nobles rest in the dust. Your people are scattered on the mountains, and no one gathers them. Your injury has no healing. Your wound is severe. All who hear news of you will clap their hands over you. 
for upon whom has your wickedness passed continually. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. He hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scoured the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the ninth chapter of the Book of Romans. I tell the truth in Christ, I am not lying, my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit, that I have great sorrow and continual grief in my heart. For I could wish that I myself were accursed from Christ, for my brethren, my countrymen according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom pertain the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the service of God, and the promises, of whom are the fathers, and from whom, according to the flesh, Christ came, who is over all and eternally blessed by God. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then is not of him who wills, nor him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. For the scriptures say to the Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I may show my power in you, and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Therefore he has mercy on whom he wills, and whom he wills he hardens. You will say to me then, Why does he find, still find fault? For who has resisted his will? But indeed, O oh man, who are you to rely against, reply against God? Will the thing form say to him who formed it, Why have you made me like this? Does not the potter have power over the clay from the same lump to make one vessel of honor and another for dishonor? What if God, wanting to show his wrath and to make his power known, endureth with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy which he hath prepared beforehand of glory, even us whom he called not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. What shall we say then? What Gentile, who did not pursue righteousness, have attained the righteous, even the righteousness of faith? But Israel, pursuing the law of righteousness, has not attained to the law of righteousness. Why? Because they did not seek it by faith, but as it were, by the works of the law, for they stumbled at the stumbling stone. As it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and a rock of offense, and whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared 
for the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers its righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst give to thine apostle Bartholomew grace truly to believe and to preach thy word, grant we beseech thee unto thy church to love that word which ye believe, and both to preach and receive the same through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments but also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. By thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, welcome. A couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Uh, it is the eve of the Feast of St. Bartholomew, and there are some readings for that. However, through um, a long story and my own fault, I prepared for the readings of the Wednesday after the 11th Sunday after Trinity. And so I last minute changed the readings on Barb. So I appreciate your, uh, your flexibleness um, with me. So we're going through the, the minor prophet of the book of Nahum. And Nahum is uh, declared judgment uh, while well, he's speaking for God, has declared judgment upon um, Nineveh. And we'll remember that Jonah uh, was the prophet that went to Nineveh to tell them to repent of their evil deeds, and they did repent, and their judgment was um, put off for a while. However, about a century later, when Nahum is on the scene, they have, um, they have returned to their evil deeds. And a lot of those can be seen in here, such as um, uh, trusting in witches, um, you know, a lot of sexual sins involving uh, prostitution, um, and just treating the people within their boundaries in a way that um, is not uh, charitable, um, and not the way that God wants us to treat, um, treat our neighbors ourselves, and, and to love our neighbors, and to look out for the people on the margins of society. And so because of their, um, 
idolatrous ways or their evil ways, uh, Nahum um, pronounces this judgment upon them. And there's a couple of things that we can, can look at. One is that um, the judgment comes in the form of uh, a foreign nation doing battle against Nineveh and Nineveh falling to that foreign nation. And so one of the, the things that uh, God has always promised to Israel was that your faithfulness to God is the thing that made you a nation that was safe, that made you a nation that was prosperous. It, it really didn't have anything to do with what you as the people did. It, it was God shining his providence upon you and because of your faithfulness to him. And, th and that is how you became a prosperous nation. And although Nineveh in, in the country of Assyria is, is not one that is dedicated to the right worship of God, there's still an example to Israel. So what happens is Babylon is the one that comes and conquers Nineveh. And Israel is watching this happen. They're seeing this Gentile nation who is evil, and they're seeing Babylon come and conquer them. And through, through Nahum, Nahum is supposed to interpret, Nahum is asking the people of Israel to interpret it as they didn't follow the commandments and they were destroyed. God sent a destruction upon them. And it doesn't really quite connect with Israel that, hey, you're doing the same thing here. You are also not following the commandments and Babylon could also then therefore come for you. Um, and, and so watch out. And so what, what is being shown here is that um, God is treating um, the Gentiles and the Jews with the same measure, it seems. Um, Nineveh got the warning from Jonah. Jerusalem has gotten endless amounts of warnings from other prophets. And Nineveh gets uh, conquered by the Babylonians for not listening to the commandments of God. Jerusalem gets conquered by the Babylonians for not listening to the commandments of God. And the only difference between Jerusalem and Nineveh is that Jerusalem are the children of promise. They are God's chosen people, and they should, of course, have the law, and of course, they should be the ones who would first follow it um, above and beyond any of the Gentile nations. Which brings us to our um, Romans passage, Romans 9. And Paul starts Romans 9 out with saying how um, the Jews were those who were promised um, they received God's promise. They received the law. They received the covenants. They had all of the things, all of the favor from God, and they still did not listen. And uh, through their lack of faithfulness, um, they they would be judged unfavorably for that. And and this is the argument that, that Paul is making. Romans nine can also be um, misinterpreted as well. Um, those who are seeking to build a theology on um, the, the, the absence of free will and the absolute predestination that God has over everything, we'll, we'll, we'll look at chapter 9 and look at some of the things that were created, vessels were created to be, be uh, honored, and some vessels were created to, to carry God's wrath, and that, that really um, 
we we are all um, individuals who who breed destination and no no control over our, ourselves um, are going to inherit God's grace or God's wrath depending on the whims of God. And um, I believe this is a misinterpretation of this passage as well as the idea of what predestination means um, at the expense of free will. Um, any theology that has either only predestination or or only free will without the other is, is a is a heretical uh, theology. They both exist, um, and in what measure is a mystery. Um, but there is predestination. There is free will. The point that Paul is making in this is that um, it is through faith that we become those that God shows favor to. It is our faithfulness in God that God shows favor to us. Uh, he's, he's making the point that just because the Jewish people inherited all of these things, like in the Old Testament Nahum passage, doesn't mean that they are off the hook from being faithful to God. And also, just because the Gentiles did not get those, uh, doesn't mean they're stuck that way forever. They can, they can inherit the promises of God through their own faithfulness as well. And so the, the theme, I think, that connects the Old and New Testament verses this evening um, is, is faithfulness to God um, and, and sticking with um, our, our persevering in our relationship with God and allowing um, our life of prayer to inform um, how we live in the world so that we may be able to hold the commandments for the good of others and that um, we may also inherit the promises of Christ. We'll continue um, this evening, since it's Wednesday, with the Litany for the Church and Evangelism. We offer the Litany for the Church and Evangelism this evening to the glory of God, for the prayers and intentions of those who are present here. We ask that God would continue to make our Trinity season um, fruitful for each individual, that we may grow in our practices of, um, of prayer and our faithfulness toward God, that God would open up new doors of mission and ministry within our diocese, as well as the parishes and communities our diocese is working with, and also that God would continue to uh, strengthen and sustain and help thrive our current mission, um, our current um, missions and, and, and ministries, various ministries throughout the diocese. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. Holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We seriously beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. 
We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to comfort and relieve all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Give them patience on their sufferings and happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed. granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We seriously beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and then may it please thee to fill us with, such, with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. But it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit, to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please you to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please you to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please you to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought the Holy Spirit upon our diocese, and the other parishes and, and communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, cover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb, for reading and responding tonight. Thank you all for being here. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Good evening, everyone. Have a good night. <laughs>